Hey, well, what, welcome everybody to Three Hogs in a Mic. Um, tonight we got Limbo and, and GT with me. Limbo's a little bit under the weather, so you guys are going to have to excuse him. But G, GT, tell me what, what the Hall of Fame weekend was like up there in Canton, Ohio. I know you went up there to uh, to celebrate uh, Steve Atwater, H2O, and everything. Uh, tell me, how, what, what was the... the, the uh, atmosphere like what was what was going on well first of all limbo you did a wonderful job got us the best seats in the house we had a house downtown uh berlin and amishville and we had a heck of a time <laughs> it was fun cool uh, like a bucket list uh event and and the best thing about it is that we were there to to welcome our brother steve outwater into the NFL Hall of Fame, and I don't think we'll have another teammate that'll go in. So it was a, it was a great occasion. Yeah, that's. I mean, I saw some pictures and everything that you guys have been posting, it, and I was like, you know, it was my birthday weekend, the week, the week right before that, and I, I had other plans, and but I was really, really hating on you guys. I ain't gonna lie. You should have came. I was man. I was hating. Hey. I was hating. I was well, like, don't man. I was like, look here, they with Rod Woodson, they up there, they kicking it with with uh, uh, some of the some of everybody, the, some of the best, of the, some of the best of the best, man. I was like, whoa, that would have been my, well, that, that would have been Limbo. Come come on, one hold on, come on, Limbo. You got to talk about it, man. Because I mean, I'm gonna give it one side. Limbo got a whole different side. We had a great time. Speak, Limbo. Tell us tell us what it was like. First of all, people. It's the first week of football practice, and I'm losing my voice, so I apologize to you. So that's what's going on. You know, I done yelled enough out there on the football field <laughs> where I've lost my voice. So I apologize, okay? So, but now, that was a magical weekend. I could not have, you know, envisioned something. There's something I wanted to do all my life is to go up there and to be up there with, with, with Steve Atwater and, and, and to see the joy. It was amazing. You know, now, Greg putting us up there in Amishville, that's a whole different story now. <laughs> okay? Now, that's a whole different that's a whole different party we talking about right there now. So, because, I mean, I was kind of on pins and needles looking around, but that's okay. We, we made it out. That's all I'm saying. You, 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 you're going to tell me you were scared up there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not from the people though, Wendell. It wasn't the people. It's just the surroundings. Yeah, I don't. And Limbo and I, he'll he'll ex, explain a little bit more. One night, about eleven on Friday night, it was about twelve o'clock. We we were on our way back from Canton, and I think we passed. And correct me if I'm wrong, Limbo. About fifty-five horse and buggies on the trip. Now, yeah. mind you. It, we was on rolling hills, 
horse and buggy, tractors with little bitty lights, and people on bicycles. It took us a hundred, I mean, an hour and seventeen minutes to go thirty-nine miles. Heck yeah, we were scared. Wow. Yeah, and, and, and here's the and here's the deal on that. Here's the, here's the deal on that. The sound like it's got street lights out there. It's pitch yeah. black. Yeah. And well, you see a you see what what is that in the distance? These little lights and it's this damn horse running. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I you know I ain't never been in Amish country, so I'm a, I, that that. That probably would scare me too, man. Especially if I was trying to get somewhere, and uh, and, and you got well, you got cars, you got cars flying over the hill towards us. Then you flying over it. You know, we driving over a hill. And there's a there's a triangle, you know, telling you it's a, it's, a, it's a buggy, and they can't get out the way. And I, we had to hit our brakes, and I, it's, it was just scary, brother. It was just scary. So. <laughs> You're laughing. When I've never seen Limbo panic. I've never seen him panic or scared. He was white knuckling all the way back. We were 25 miles an hour, and and he was yelling, you know, Greg, Greg, come on, man, uh, I'm gonna pick it up. Let me, hey, no, man, there's an L. It's not, a, it's it's, a, it's not an S. It's, come on, man, you're gonna hit somebody. He was just, it was just different. Whoa. But the it, people it, were unbelievable, man. The people there was they they were fun to be around. I let my beard down and walked amongst them. And, Wait a minute, and, and hold on a second. You said what? I, I let my beard out, took the rubber bands out, and so Limbo was calling me a black Amish. And, that's, and all that's, the Amish that's, what was, that's what I was going to say because <laughs> I talked to him the other day. He said you look like you belong in the Amish community up there somewhere. And they spoke to me, man. They spoke <laughs> to me, but but the general public didn't. <laughs> <laughs> The general public didn't speak to me, so we had a great time. It so, was, it so was we, hey, you know what? We were sitting on the porch looking at the, all the people walking up and down the street, and it was just the funniest stuff in the world because I'm sitting at, you know, in an Amish country. You, you, can't, you, you, you can't get an adult beverage, right? <laughs> so, so, I, so I had to get my adult beverages in Canton, okay? <laughs> so I'm sitting, I'm sitting on the porch drinking adult beverage looking at them. <laughs> For four hours, and they were look, yeah, and they hours. was looking at me. They was looking at me like, "What's that he's drinking?" <laughs> you know. Man, look here. I'm glad y'all made it back because Limbo probably got drunk and got to mess with one of them little Amish girls up there. Nah, that wasn't <laughs> happening, bro. Nah, bro. Hey. No, bro. Hey, so but, nah, but, but, but tell, tell me, tell me what it was like because I got I, I told Steve Atwater's uh, Hall of Fame speech and when he was accepted and he was thanking everybody and everything. Uh, Greg, I know you got some strong opinion about the, the Razorback Nation not showing up. Uh, well, if, let me explain it. Let okay. me explain it. I don't okay, need you to explain it for me. Go ahead. Uh, and, but let's let's thank God for. Two or three days, and Coach Herm Edwards saying, "Don't press send," and and you know other family situations that have come up in the last three or four days. But I was, I was. It pains me to say this, but I was deeply disturbed because at the end of the day, for our brother, and I'm a, I'm gonna name everyone the teammates. Limbo Parts, Chris Beckett, David Basil, Quinn Grove, Patrick Williams, 
and myself. Those were his brothers that were there. Coach Hatfield, Coach Trot, Dean Weber. Now, we are a brother. We have a brotherhood. We have a strong brotherhood. When I call upon our brotherhood to talk, to share, to unite, to do things, we come. But we didn't come last weekend. Now, I was sitting on the outside waiting for Limbo to, to get to the stadium because Limbo had to, you know, Limbo had to get his little old bus ride. He wasn't going to do much walking. So. Right, right. Limbo, well, you know what? Hey, no, nah, guess, nope, guess, guess, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? You pull out money, you pay anybody to take you anywhere. Okay? Limbo, so I paid. Okay? Limbo okay, didn't walk. Because I paid. Because I paid. I got Limbo, money in my pocket. Whatever. Okay. So, so here's, okay. Here's, here's what bothered me. So as I was trying to say earlier, Pat has already gone in. Okay. And we're waiting on Limbo so he and I can go in. But Limbo took a, he paid someone to drive him in a little buggy around the opposite direction. He went in. Now I'm st- sitting on the outside against the rail. And all of a sudden, to my, I'm sitting on the outside of the fence waiting to, to enter the stadium. And outside comes a caravan of folks. And it was the University of Miami. And they didn't come with one or two people or three or four. It was 30-plus, 30 30-plus 30 people, former teammates, University of Miami players, came in like an entourage. They had their tickets. They went in. And then they stood when Edwin was introduced. That's what I envisioned from a, from us as as the Razorbacks. Right. And right. so it bothered it, it bothered me that we didn't unite and come together. We had two years. If Limbo, a teacher, and myself as a teacher can can come up with this and, and make it a priority, I would think we would have done that, and we should have done that, and we took it we took it for granted. Let's just say that because it didn't take place. Okay. And it bothered me. It, it bothered me deep. Yeah, I could, I could tell, man. I could tell by the, uh, you know, we kind of text and we we we've talked about it before. I I, I don't I, I can't explain it. And I, I mean, I'm definitely not going to try to make excuses for me not being there. But um, the thing is, you know, I don't know what to say. I really don't. I, you I, can't. I, you can't say anything, Wendell. You can't. And hey, everyone's dealing with the pandemic. Okay, yeah. everyone's dealing with jobs. I understand, sir, several of our teammates were going to come, but had things come up. Otis Lloyd was going to come stay with us, but that weekend he had to move his parents back to Arkansas. That's understandable. I believe Lasker wasn't there because his daughter got married, you know, and, and that was already planned. We understand that. Right, but right. But, man, we should have done a better job. And I'm telling you all right now, it is my mission, it is my goal that when the next Razorback goes in. And I'm telling you, it should be Sean Andrews. Sean Andrews should be the next Razorback to be uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. We will have shirts. It will say Razorback to Razorback, Razorback Nation. It'll have a hall. But we better have a slew of people. And I'm talking about 10 or 12 or 15 of us need to show up. Just like, you know, there's a reason they call that the youth. They they epitomize. They are the the example of what we're supposed to be doing. Cause it was it was it was a great feeling 
seeing them coming and honoring and supporting their brother. And I was hey, why don't you tell them? Hey, why don't you tell them? Why don't you tell them about you standing out there with that uh, with hall the hall hall. They they just walked up the last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they walked up. They walked up last, shook the head. And, yeah, we see you over there. But, hey, yeah. hey, hey! Most of them probably say. They, they most, most of them probably played against you down in Little Rock. City. Hey, man. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. They they acknowledged it. They didn't say much, but they looked and they smiled. They they bobbed their little head, but they came in unison. Okay, one. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That that's that's my biggest takeaway from it. They came and numbered. They took they took up a whole section. When Edric James was up, they stood up, was taking pictures of the whole section of them, and they had the little green shirts on stuff. I was like, wow. Yeah. Oh, they had baseball shirts on. They had baseball shirts. They had canes on the front. Their names on the back. They they had the other shirts in black that said the U. It had family on it. It is, I'm telling you, that's how you should do it, and that's what it is. My mission for us to do that for our next Razor back that goes into the hall of. Well, I, I'm I'm with you on that, uh, Greg. I uh, that's going to be something that we're going to keep a close eye on and do our best to get everybody up there next time. Everybody that can come up because oh they can come you can come I don't want to hear no excuses on it we had well, I mean but this. I mean you don't know when no. the, you, you don't know what somebody got going on that or and I understand that and yeah. and guess what guess what I don't care because the rest of Miami had it too I guarantee that guarantee well I guarantee well the ones that, the ones that can come will come and we're gonna make sure yeah. that we have a have a have a uh, uh, as you put it an entourage up there and when when when, if, and when Sean uh, Andrews get get he will be the next. We'll yeah. have shirts that got three hogs and a mic on that joke. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna uh, well, yes. we're, I know three hogs and a yes. mic will be there, and the hog pen will yes. be there. We're gonna make yes, sure we, we're there. And, and we're because, because you know, I kind of hate that I missed it because I had I had already had made plans because that was that was the weekend after my birthday. I wasn't doing don't nothing. care, man. Hush, don't care, hush, don't I, care. I had already had plans. Don't care, brother. How old are you? Ain't no you. Don't have fifty-five other birthdays. You don't have fifty-four other birthdays. Hey, yeah, look, hey, look here. Let me, let, let me tell you something. I'm a cancer survivor. I don't know how many birthdays I got. So I was. I had <laughs> plans. <laughs> hey, I had plans for my birthday, hey. man. Hey, don't be trying to count my birthday. <laughs> brother, you don't have you don't have more birthdays than had a hell of a time. You don't have yeah. a hell of a time. Hey, on you know what? And, 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 and that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at because I really feel like if I had it came up there, it would have it would have blew past my plans anyway. Yes. You know what oh, I'm yes. saying? I, I I mean just to see some of those guys that you guys are, you know Romanowski, uh, Bruce uh, Bruce what was his name Bruce O'Neill, was it Bruce Neal? Isaac Bruce. Yeah, uh, Isaac Bruce. Uh, Isaac, Isaac Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, Isaac Bruce. Neil. Neil, Neil Smith. Smith, Neil Smith. That's who I was thinking uh, about. Neil Smith. I, I was looking yeah. at some of those pictures. I was like, man, these are Rod Woodson. I mean, they all and, came and then, you, then you had then you had Mike Shanahan. You had you had yeah. you had some of the uh, Wade, Wilson. Wade Wilson. I mean, you had yeah. some of the some of the most famous coaches and the Super Bowl champions. I mean, yeah. you can't you couldn't be in as a football player. You couldn't be in a better environment than that. It was fun, man. Yeah. Hey, it guess was... what? Hey, guess what? 
Guess what, Wendell? Everything was free. <laughs> was it? Everything. Everything. Anything you want was free. This shit, y'all it was great. It was a great experience, man. Y'all should told it me that. Y'all should have told me that before you left. <laughs> oh, see how that <laughs> boy. You <laughs> lost your mind. All right. Hey, hey, hey the All I was doing, all I was doing, you know, I was enjoying myself, and the ladies would bring me drinks. I tip them big because I'm well, not paying and, for it. And, and that would have been that would have been me. Big. That's how I do when I'm in Vegas, man. Look here, keep the drinks coming. I got your tips coming. Just keep them coming. But yep, it was a great experience, man. Then we came back. We got to end this here pretty quick. Then we drove back and went by Ohio State, that relic of a stadium. I don't want to hear no one talk nothing. That that thing needs to be blown up. What? Then we stopped at the Ohio State Stadium. I don't want to hear nothing about I, the U. And I all wasn't. That. In, I wasn't. I wasn't impressed with the no, U. no, really, no, no, dude, no, 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 no. no. Hey, SEC, uh, wait a minute. Baby. Wait a minute. Nope. So you're telling me that that's the, I mean, because the way they hype it up, it's supposed to be one of the best of the best it's of the hype. nation. It's hype. Don't it's believe hype. the hype. Yeah, just like don't the Big believe. Ten and the back Pack Ten, they're all hype. I don't want to hear that either. Wow, Shoot. man. I, I, was, I but was was not impressed. Not at all. Now, Universal Missouri, you know, they got their facilities on two separate sides of the street. I can understand that. If it still looked good, it looked better than Ohio State. Really? Yeah, and I'm telling you, yes, it did. Man, I'm going to have to get out of I don't even know how you man. park on that dadgum campus. Where? At, yeah, I don't know where you at, at, I don't know where, where you park. At OSU? Can't, you can't walk on the grass because they got fence and rails and everything, man. Yep. I don't want to hear nothing else about Ohio State ever again. No, you can't walk on the grass. You can't cut across nothing. They got... They got Change. Yeah. So it was funny. We laughed about that too. We we were gonna stay there for twenty, thirty minutes. We did five minutes and got it. Let's get on out of this joke and head on home. Wow, man. I that's 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 I'm hating on that today. That that, that's, that, that kind of blew my mind because I, 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 I imagine Ohio State would be like Alabama and, and I mean oh. I mean, you know, go, really? go to Oklahoma and, and OSU really? or something. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was thinking. Well, OU ain't nothing either when you look at it. <laughs> well, I mean. It ain't nothing. Nope. It ain't nothing when you look at it from the outside. It's just historical. They've well, the, right and and that's, that's what I'm saying, the his, history. Yeah. You know, or, or put it to you like this. I would think it would be up there with Notre Dame. You know what I mean? Well, I. Notre, Notre Dame too. and go so. and, and the Rock at the what what was it do it do it for Luke Rock yeah I've yeah. been I've been to Notre Dame too uh, okay so so it looks better when you take pictures of it it looks better when you take pictures of it or you need to quit limbo 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 get our man on the phone baby we got a special guest tonight we've been waiting waiting. Two weeks for this one right here. Get him on the line. Take us out, Wendell. I'm going to play some music.
people talking about what is and what ain't country. What gives them the right to wear a pair of beat-up boots? Is it the size of your tires and your fires or your wild-ass buddies? Well, give me a minute and let me hit you with some hometown truth. You can be a cowboy on the Texas plain or a plowboy waiting on the rain. We're all a little different, but we're all the same. Everybody doing their own thing. I got my dirt road cred when I was 12 on a no-cap tractor hauling in bales. Backing in boats, fishing limb lines, running bird dogs through the Georgia pines. Stepside covered down in peanut dust. Friday night spotlighting that was us. It might not have been you, but I can't judge. Just be proud of what makes your country. Big Joe! What up, guys? Big Joe from Slay the Mouth! What's up, man? Talk to us! <laughs> and sorry, sorry I left y'all hanging the other night. I had to, I had to big time you, you know. And Joe, you know what? And when you did that, I said, man, look here, I'm calling all my friends down at Little Rock. We are not ever going to Corky's again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I was at Corky's at five that morning because get that you know had to had to do what you got to do sometimes. And right, right. I got home and uh, put my feet up. Next, yep. Mama was at a, Mama was at a, an event. Next thing I knew, it was eight o'clock, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, I picked up, my, picked up my phone and it was like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, I apologize. Hey, we, we understand. What we're doing, young young fella, is talking to one of the greatest Razorback basketball players that ever set foot on our campus. And 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 the biggest man I've ever seen in my life. I remember the You're first time seeing this joke in, in, in the cafeteria, boy, and I was like, damn, do they make people that big? I ain't never seen a man that big in my life. First time, Wait, I, first, here we time go. I, first time I saw him, he was coming out of the BA, and I and I, I had, I mean, <laughs> I, I I've had, I've got tall people in my family, but this dude was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, whoa! <laughs> oh, so you, you actually, I've got a witness that I went to class. I got a, I got <laughs> Yeah, I did see you coming out the BA, big brother. I did see you coming. Out. <laughs> I got a witness. Got a witness. Here we go. An All-Southwest Conference Center. All right. A young man that played in the Olympics and got a gold. Yes, sir. Played in a FIFA and got a silver. Three times. Went to the dance and basketball, man. Three times. All right. This is what I'm talking about. A draft pick. Sacramento Kings. Man, we talking about uh, we're talking about what now we should call a relic. Oh, you know we ain't we ain't going to the dance three times in a row right now. We 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 can't win a tournament, but here we go. I want to know how you doing, big man. Talk to us. Let us know what's going on with Joe Klein. Well, we forgot oh, you forgot you forgot his world championship. Oh, you know what? Hey, we're gonna get to the NBA in a minute. 
No, we're talking about the hog bill right now, brother. We're talking the hogness. Then we'll get to the to the NBA. What's going on, Joe? Don't worry about Limbo. He over there in space. Well, I call both those things, both those uh, gold medal and championship got one thing in common. Michael Jordan. So I call it my <laughs> Michael Jordan collection. <laughs> you, can't, you can't beat him, join him. Exactly. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, so I'm doing good, guys. I just, uh, you know, with all this craziness going on, everybody in my family is healthy, which nowadays is a, is a blessing all in itself. It uh, truly is. And just very, 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 very grateful for that. I'm very grateful that, you know, my business was able to sustain uh, yeah. COVID and looks like hopefully we're coming out on the other side. And so, again, grateful for that. But, you know, just – and I feel good. You know, I'm able to walk around, play a little golf and exercise and my health, you know, feels good. So, I mean, I, I'm a dude that, you know, if you hear me complaining, you got the, you got the free will or you got to come up and just slap me right across the face. I got, <laughs> I got, I got nothing to complain about. I'm, I'm a very blessed uh, individual right now. Yes, sir. Understand. So, Joe, tell me. I know you went to another school before transferring to Arkansas. Notre Dame. Well, oh well, we we were talking about that that Notre Dame stuff a few minutes ago. I don't I'll never mention them cats. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like when you first came up on, on the hill? What did you think? Man, I, I remember taking my visit, uh, and I just really felt connected to it. I didn't I didn't know a lot about it. Uh, you know, I was up in Missouri, but you had a you had a radio station in Little Rock called KAAY. Oh yeah, I remember was, that. It, it was one of it was one of them back then. You know, like when the sun went down, you could get like three stations. You could get a station out of San Antonio, a station in Little Rock, and then Chicago. You could get a station, and it, they were all AM. You know, back then, you know, uh, just it was all AM stations, and and they they. They did all the Razorback football games and basketball games. And I remember riding around in my dad's old Oldsmobile and you know, looking, listening, trying to find something and hearing this damn screeching and yelling and whooping and whooping. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is that? And, you know, and just, uh, you know, the football team be playing USC or something. And, it, and you know, you just hear the excitement craziness through the radio and so then it you know bleeds over into basketball and so I kinda knew who, you know, Frank Burroughs was, Lou Holtz and then, you know, both teams started to do real well so you kind of figured that out. But I remember Coach Sun coming to my house and just really really, you know, getting connected with him, having a good good visit with him and then so I take a visit and just I just remember, you know, being from a small town, you know, how comfortable I felt around the student body, around, you know, the guys on the team. It just seemed like it was a very small-town atmosphere, you know, still a big campus and everything, but it just, you know, felt very, very good. Had just a really good, good feel to it. And, you know, it just, I really, really fell in love with it. You know, almost came out of high school. Uh-huh. So, so, well, so let me Joe, ask you a question. Can I 
Hold on, let me ask you a question real quick. Joe, you're in Missouri. How in the world did you did the universe let you get away? How did the University of Missouri let you get away? I know they had those recruits. Well, well no, yeah, they didn't let me get away. Uh they they came at me hard. Uh you know, Norm Stewart was a great coach and I have the utmost respect for him. Uh, but he recruited in state players really hard and he made it very very personal, you know, about, you know, you better not do this and you better not do that. You better not, you know, and they had just signed a dude out of St. Louis, one of their greatest players of all time, Steve Stepanovich. Right, I remember And he was was, was a big-time player. And, you know, uh, I really was considering Missouri. I went to the Missouri basketball camp, you know, three or four years. Uh, Went to a lot of basketball games and stuff, but you know, Norm was a very negative recruiter. Uh, you know, he was always tearing down Notre Dame or Arkansas or telling me what I needed to do or never really kind of selling me on, you know, you know, I should just come to Missouri because I'm in Missouri. Right. Well, right. you know, right. I, I mean, and uh, just got very – I just didn't like the negativity that he that – he, brought off and, you know, quit telling me what's wrong with Arkansas and Notre Dame and Kentucky and, you know, Kansas and, you know, tell me what's right with you. You know, I want to hear how you're going to help me, what you're going to do for me. I mean, I, I don't need you to tell me what's wrong with Coach Sutton or Digger Phelps or whoever. So, right. I, right. I, I, just, I never really, I never really clicked with him. I never really, I, I had the greatest respect for him was a Missouri Tiger fan, still in the Missouri Tiger fan. I mean, I grew up with them, but, you know, it just, I found other coaches that I, I felt more comfortable with, especially Coach Sutton. Uh, really, really, really liked him uh, more than any of the coaches. And, uh, you know, so I just, I just didn't, just really didn't want to go there after, after they really started recruiting me. I just, just, I didn't, I didn't feel it. Just that there was no connect there. But they, they recruited me hard both times. You know, they recruited me hard through high school, and then they, when I was transferring, they came at me hard again. But you know, just some things had been said, and uh, you know, some things had been said to me when I didn't go there, and to my coaches and people in the town, and you know, yeah. they, they, they showed their colors, and <laughs> and I was, I was, I was done with that. Uh, hey, hey, Joe! I got, I, I, I got a question for you. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna move it, move, move it up to uh, the eighty-three, eighty-four team. And I was a senior in high school, and I came down to Pine Bluff to watch Michael Jordan. I didn't come to watch the Razorbacks. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I believe you. But you and Charles Ballantyne, I mean, man, y'all put on a show down there that night. Yeah, so that probably probably my fondest uh, that whole weekend, that whole three or four days is probably my fondest uh, basketball memory. Because uh, if you remember, we were in a really tight race with five Slam and Jammers. Right, right. And, uh, and they were undefeated in conference, and we had one loss. They had beaten us early in the conference season down in down in uh, Houston, so we were. We were in a hard race with them, and 
we had to go to A&M on Thursday, had to win. We won that game by one at the buzzer. And then we had to go to SMU and play contact, and they had a top 20 team. And we had to win that game Saturday afternoon. We won that game, and we were playing North Carolina, the number one undefeated team on Sunday. Right. So we won't. We won't even. We didn't even. We didn't even talk about North Carolina until Saturday night in the hotel. We watched 30 minutes of film, and we were going to get on a plane to fly to Little Rock after the SMU game, but there were tornadoes in, in Little Rock. They didn't know when our plane could take off, so Coach Sutton sent us back to the hotel in Dallas. We spent the night in Dallas watching a little film. We got up Sunday morning, ate breakfast at the Anatole Hotel in, in Dallas, dressed and taped in our uniforms in Dallas, walked through the lobby of the Anatole Hotel in our uniforms, got on the bus, went got on the plane, flew to Pine Bluff, got off the plane, got on the bus, went to the convention center, dropped our bags in the locker room, and went in the warm-up line. And beat, and beat, wow. And beat, and beat North Carolina. And Greg and Limbo, just in case y'all don't know who was on that, that North Carolina team, it was Michael Jordan, yeah. Sam yeah. Perkins, Brad Doherty. I mean, I yeah. mean, they had some – they they were rolling James through Worthy. people. James Worthy. No no, but Worthy was Worthy was gone. Worthy was Worthy, gone. Yeah, Worthy okay. had left. Yeah, but you had you had Sam Perkins, Steve Steve Hale, Matt Matt Daugherty, Brad Daugherty, Joe Wolf, Buzz Peterson, and I mean they had they had a heck of a team. George, they had, they, there were seven seven guys on that team were drafted number one in the first round. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> Seven. Crazy. Well, 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 we had two. We had two, right? Well, we we had uh, Joe and uh, Alvin Robinson. And yeah, <laughs> Joe and Alvin yeah. Robinson yeah. were the only ones. Yeah. And then we had Daryl Bedford, who had who hadn't done a damn thing all year. <laughs> he played like a number. Yeah. He, he played like he played like a number one draft pick. He had a six, <laughs> he had six, six in the floor. At 12 points, and everybody was saying that the North Carolina people were going, you know, who the hell is this guy? And I looked at one, one guy was talking to me years later about the game, and he said, that Baker guy, we were all saying, who the hell is this guy? And I was like, hell, we were too. <laughs> we were pulling up, making jump shots, and we were like, all right, man, go for it, dude. <laughs> You had the vein of his life, and it was it was unbelievable. But you know what? Though uh, I I went down on you know I was in high school, like I said, uh, and you know everybody was fascinated by Michael Jordan at the you know he, that's when he was coming through North Carolina, and um, Charles Ballantyne hit the winning shot, and we went down on the floor because Michael Jordan went up to block that shot, and you know <clears throat> his handprint was on the backboard, probably about a, a foot and a half above the square. And we, I mean, just been as little kids, man. I mean, not well, not little kids, but teenagers. It was still just fascinating to watch that game and and to see you guys, man, to pull off that victory 
I think that's probably one of the best, one of the most historic victories in Arkansas basketball history. Well, I saw it on TV. I ain't gonna lie, I watched it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on, I saw it on TV. <laughs> I saw it on TV. Well, that's what that's what like, y'all get for being from out of state. <laughs> yeah, hey. I saw it on TV. And, and Joe, like, just wait, just just so you know, I was I went to a lot of the SMU games, and I was fascinated. Not 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 just with contact. You there? You remember Cato Armstrong? Yeah. Now that's that's was Cato was a man here in, in Dallas, and that joke is still he can still jump. He's well, not as big as he used to be. Yeah, little old Cato Armstrong. Well, and, well, uh, well, one one other thing I wanted to ask Joe, and we kind of touched on it right now uh, before. But I tell you what, let's take let's take about a thirty second, forty five minute, forty five second break, and then we're gonna come back because I want to know what it was like playing with Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan and and, and for the Chicago Bulls at, during the heyday of the Chicago Bulls. I mean that that had, that had to be something right there. So all right, so we're gonna take, take a little, us out. We're gonna take a little break. And so you, you, everybody just hang on with us and we're going to be right back. Technology, I'm lost, brother. I can just all I can tell you. I mean, like, I mean but you were you know, about, about seven. You, my 19 year old get out of the car and keep talking, work his, run his laptop, do everything. I, I try to, I turn the phone off. I lose, the, I lose the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Well, Go ahead. Well, 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 question, brother. Well, Joe, before before we took that little break, uh, I was talking about. What was it like? I mean, you play. You've played with uh, Michael Jordan. You played with Scottie Pippen. You played with Larry Bird. You've played with with Kevin McHale. You played with Robert Parrish, and and I mean, you have played with some of the most famous uh, NBA players there is. What was it like being around all those people? 
Well, you know, and you've got Charles, Shaq, Kobe, Jason Kidd, too. So, I mean. Right, right. <laughs> uh, my bad. I'm sorry. I, uh, I, was, I, know how, I know how to keep good company. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man, you know, I mean, it was it was so different back then. You just, you know, everybody, um, I don't know. It just it didn't seem um, – you, you didn't know a whole lot about people, so kind of your team was your team. You, you weren't really connected or like they are today, you know, that was, with all the AAU ball and stuff. You know, a lot of these kids who are great players, they grow up together or they play on the same team together. And, right. you know, none of, that was going, none of that was going on. So, But, I mean, I don't know. There was just kind of a camaraderie and, and, and it really, you know, you just – your team was kind of – your team, you know, there was nothing really, uh, the locker room was very sacred, you know, what was going on in there, what was said in there. And so it was, so you know, it was more like a, have, a family atmosphere in the locker room. Right. Well, and you did, right. And you just, you didn't have like today, you know, all these other, other people around players, you didn't have, you know, you didn't have these entourages, you didn't have Twitter, you didn't have Instagram, you didn't have you know, people weren't trying to build their own profile. You know, the way you got paid was you made yourself valuable on the floor, you know. And, right. And just, you know, you, you could get some shoe deals and some things like that. But, you know, the, the kind of the, the advertising, the, 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 the kind of what's, what, what has blown up now was just kind of starting back then. So, I mean, you know, your team was really sacred. So when you were on team with, those guys, you hung out together, you went out to eat together, you went and played golf together, you know, you just kind of did everything together, and, you, and you, you really got to know everybody on the team and have some good bonds when you're on the road, and uh, just, it was just, it was really, you know, family and, uh, you know, fraternity kind of thing, just, it was, uh, you know, I don't know, it just seemed... Uh, a lot more intimate and close than it does today. It seems seems, seems like, more more authentic than it does today. For yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, yeah, because I mean, today, just you know, everybody. I mean, everybody's kind of out know, for themselves. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have all these other people in the locker room and stuff, and I mean, you know, I mean, your immediate family and, and some friends could come in there, but you know, like game day and after games and stuff. I remember in Chicago, nobody, I mean, no one was allowed in the locker room. I mean, you know, nobody. Yeah. I mean, the, the players and the coaches and the essential, uh, you know, personnel, and, you know, that was it. And, you know, I, I like that. I have, I hold on a second. I got one more question. I got one more question. Because, <laughs> it, yeah, y'all back up. I, uh, because we, you know, we've been covering about the uh, the NIL in college that's coming. You know, the name, image, yeah. and likeness. What do you think about? I mean, as a as a as a All American and everything that you went through in college. What do you think is going to happen with this uh, name, image, and likeness? Do you think? The, do you think the uh, NCAA is going to have to regulate it, or are they just going to just let it just run crazy? Well, the NCAA can't regulate shit, so we'll just put it that. <laughs> Excuse my language. That's, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but, uh, 
I'm sorry, but uh, I don't. I I don't worry, you know, because you know, guys, we know. I mean, when you get older, you know, what ruins everything? You know, money. Right. You know, yeah. money. Money's going. Money ruins everything. So, uh, and I'm. I don't like it, but I'm glad it's happening because this is what the NCAA created. I mean, they created this mess, and so, you know, you've got. You've got millions of dollars being made. Coaches, I mean, just look at the coaches that were being paid at Arkansas to, to not coach. You know, the ADs <laughs> are getting paid not to be the AD. I mean, ten, $10 million a year probably. Seven, seven to $10 million a year for three or four years. Okay? And you got these kids going out help, helping generate all this money and do all this stuff. And we're paying these coaches millions and millions of dollars. And, I mean, and you know, they just now, three or four years ago, said, okay, you can start feeding them on campus. They can eat yeah. all they want on campus. I mean, what a bunch of BS that is. You know, I mean, yep. you, you can't, you know, you can't you can't do this and you can't do that. But damn coaches could get $20 million contract. Kids signs, signs because that was like me. I came to Arkansas because Coach Sutton left. You know, I'd be like, Man, I don't want to be here anymore. Well, if you leave, you got to sit out a year. Well, I said, hell, his ass is leaving. Well, he got to sit out. You know, I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, right? And and so I mean, it's a it's a double standard. And the rules were created by the NCAA, by the NCAA to protect the NCAA. The whole amateurism. That's why they, they that's why they gave into the NIL because hell, they knew it wasn't going to stand up in a court of law. They're like sitting there. Right. These are not these are not laws. These are these are not laws by the federal government. These are laws that you made to protect yourself from having to pay these kids to keep them in college so you can make more money. You right. know, that's the, and so, I mean, it's, it's you know, it, it was hypocritical for them, you know. So finally when they gave in, they had to give in all the way because nothing, nothing they were going to lose the O'Bannon case. They were going to lose, you know, they were going to lose any, any lawsuit who came up against them on – image and likeness and they said you can't do that why well you're an amateur well who made that rule we did <laughs> you know <laughs> not, the, not the government you know right, right. we made this rule so that you can't make any money so all that money's got to come to the ncaa you get none of it but we can use your your image and likeness to make money for us but you don't get any why because we made a rule you know we made the rule that you can't get that oh okay that makes a lot of sense i mean so I mean, I you know I I worry about it. Um, there's gonna be some, you know, like anything when money gets involved. There's gonna be some. I mean, there's just there's gonna be some head scratching stuff and some crazy stuff that goes on, and some things are gonna have to be figured out. And I don't know if they're gonna have to try to get some kind of a structure, like a commissioner uh, over the NCAA once everything settles to where they can kind of have some rules and guidelines, but, you know, I'm just afraid for these first few, you know, years, it's going to be the wild, wild west. And, yep. you know, that's, that's just going to, but again, I, and I don't like that, but again, I have a big problem with, you know, Arkansas paying Brett Bielema three to $4 million a year and Devo Davis can't get a uh, car dealership to give him a, a, loaner car to use for the school year. I mean, that makes no sense to me. So, you know, 
Well said, bro. We we've been saying that the whole time, Joe. Yeah. We we yeah. we we're against. We been. Let me ask you this: Did did they ever make a game that had your image on it or your likeness from EA Sports I mean, or like that? Tech yeah, mode, I mean, whatever. I, I, yeah, I mean, back in the day, you know, my. I mean, I never played them, but you know, I have people all the time come up and tell me, "Yeah, I'm, you know, I put you on my team and you know, NBA 2K or something, or you know, or, you know, I had you score 45 points." I was like, "That must have been a hell of a." I don't know how to. Do <laughs> what you say, Joe? You got the wrong. You got the wrong Joe Klein on that one. I was like, I was like, hell, it just take me two weeks to get 45 points. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I mean, I was like, you know, but I mean, but you know, guys like the, the big guys, the superstars, I mean, you know, they need to, you know. But you didn't get selling, a dime for that. They're, they're selling it because them cats, they're selling it because them cats are in that, then they need to get a cut. Yeah. You get a dime from it if they use a young like this, too. You deserve to get a cut from that, too. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, they're. You know, and I think they've collectively bargained some things, and uh, you know, and they've been, you know, the last three or four years, all you know, NBA retired players get full medical, you know, benefits for them themselves and their family, and those are things, you know, those are things you didn't have till you know three or four years right. ago. So, and that's important. Yeah. Oh man. So 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 let me ask you this, Joe. Uh, as a you know, because you're on you're on the SEC network and do uh, analysts for uh, basketball games and stuff. What do you think? I mean, looking at the Hawks now, we lost we lost some really good players, but we brought we're, uh, uh, Coach Musselman in the, in the transfer portal brought in some really good players to to replace those guys. How do you think that we're going to shape up in the NC? I mean, not in the NCAA, but at least in the SEC this year. Well, you know, I worry. I mean, I, I worry. You know, Moody is a big loss. You know, the loss I'm really worried about is Justin Smith. I mean, he yeah. he gave you, he he gave you a presence inside that uh, a lot of teams didn't have. He could score in the post. He rebound. He could run the floor. He was a hard matchup if you went small and he played the five. Uh, you know, I, I think they're going to miss Moody, but I think the guy they're going to miss is Justin Smith. I mean, because he, he really was a, a need. He really feel, felt filled a need that they didn't have. You know, they had other perimeter players that if Moody had an off night or some things like that, but usually when Justin Smith struggled, I mean, the Hogs oh, had a really, really, yeah. really had a hard time because they didn't have another dude like that. So, but I think they got some – the thing, you know, I, you know, this is what Musk does, and this is his mo, and he's been he's been successful at it. You know, he retools, he he builds a team year to year. You know, that's kind of how the whole NCAA is going now. You know, all everybody because the kids are leaving or they can transfer, so you don't really build a build a, a, a program anymore. You build a team. You know, you, you you don't you don't sit there and go, well, man, man, Greg Thomas is a freshman, and when he gets to be a junior. He's gonna be killing it. Well, he may not. He may not be there. Yeah, 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 he might. You know, he may not want to wait for you to. Uh, you know, I mean, he may want want to move on and play right now, or maybe he has a great year and he goes to the pros. And so you can't bank on cats being there two and three and four years. And so, and but again, what I like is you know this is kind of Musselman's comfortable in this 
format doing this, going out and getting this guy and getting this guy and putting this together and, you know, kind of making a stew and putting it all in a pot and kind of, well, I need a little more of this and a little less of that. And, and, and he kind of has shown that he has a great ability to kind of put it and put it together and piece it together in a short period of time. And so that makes me feel good. I, I, I don't really know. You don't know what you got up there with the new coming people coming in until you, you kind of see when they get on on the floor. And so, uh, we, we you hit a home run with you know uh, Note. You hit a home run with uh, uh, Justin Smith. You know, uh, and so you you know you you've hit you and other players that have come in and really been good from the portal. Um, you know, but we you know there's been two or three that have come in that hadn't played. So right, I mean right. you just you hope you, you hope you can keep you know the guys that you got. You hoping they can get better, and then you hoping that these two, three, four guys that you come in he can piece it together and again I feel good about it because you know he's got a track record he did it at Nevada you know had great success at Nevada and he's done it here at Arkansas so you know I, I don't see why he can't do it again okay well let me ask this Joe do you, do you miss coaching you know I do I mean uh you know coaching at Little Rock was hard because uh, it just I mean it's just you know you, you you're just you're having to, you're constantly look. You 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 have no budget to do anything, so you you're you're, you're scraping and clawing to to feed your guys, to clothe them. To, you know, you know, it's just a constant. You, you're battling so many things besides basketball, and so and that and that's in all that's all universities, but I think especially your 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 universities that you know have financial, you know. Hardships, not hard, or, or you know, they got to keep it tight. You know, you you've got to really do some things creatively and where you're recruiting and and things like that. And uh, you know, and it was hard. Uh, you know, you'd be on a kid all year, and you and you and you're getting ready to get him and stuff. And then you know, like Arkansas or Texas or somebody misses out on their first guy, misses out on their second guy, and you've been on this cat that nobody knows about for three years and they come in in five minutes and go, Hey, come take a visit. And next thing you know, you know, you've been trying to, date this guy. you've been trying to date this gal all year and the prom's coming and you are, you, you drive into the house, got your tux on, you pull up and old gal's getting in another car. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it felt like a lot of times. That's a heck of a way to put it. That's a heck of a way to put it. It really man. is, man. I know. That was refreshing. So, right there, but, I, but the games and the kids and the strategy and trying to get kids, you know, seeing kids get better. I mean, that's what was so cool. I mean, it was just yeah. – you know, seeing the light bulb go off, you know, you're on him about getting strong and, you know, working on this and working on that. And, you know, they're, they're not really buying in. And then all of a sudden it it happens in practice and, they, you know, it kind of reaffirms what you've been saying. And then you get out there in a game and they and they, they, they play good in a game and they get to play more, you know, and they just you can see them go from not being a, being a young, uncompetent, you know, young man to all of a sudden be, becoming a competent leader and a and a guy that you know believes in himself. I mean, that was that was the thing that was so so cool. I mean, it was really you know that's that's what that's what I miss the most. Mm. 
Well, okay, you got a world championship and you have the gold medal. Which one do you cherish the most? Uh, you know, I mean, I think when I was uh, in the NBA, you know, you're chasing the brain, and but right. as you get as you get older, you kind of you kind of see what a big deal the Olympics are. You know, every four years and how it's just all consuming. And I think if you would ask me, you know, early on, you know, after you know, right after I retired, I'd have said my NBA championship ring. But you know, seeing uh, you know when you how people, you know, talk about, you know, and it come, you know, when the Olympics are going on, it's like, yeah, you know, Joe's got a gold medal, and they're like, you know, everybody's eyes light up, or they're, you know, really excited about, you know, you know, seeing it, or you know, knowing an Olympian or something like that. I mean, I would have to say the gold medal. Well, gold medal. Well, you know what, now, Joe, this year, hold up, let me ask this question. This year, I was kind of, you know, and I agree with you. Because this year, I was like, come on, America. We thought we was going to lose, wasn't going to win a gold medal this year. You know, the way they came out the gate. But, you know, when they came back and won, I was very proud and happy. You know, because oh, yeah. I was one of them naysayers. Well, that, that, that thing is becoming a, you know, America can't win on that thing. Because, you know, every year you can see it. I mean, that, the gap's closing. I mean, you know, the, the international teams are getting, countries are, just you know, they they they're they're coming at you with NBA players now instead of guys you've never heard of, and uh, and th- those guys can't win. You know, if they beat France by five, it's like yeah, yeah they beat they're France both, so. only, only by only by five. It's like hell, man, they won the gold medal. Who who gives a rat? <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> they, they want. You know, I'm just happy they won. <laughs> I'm just happy they won. So, you know, I mean, and, and you know, in Canada, the way we do it, I mean. And it's it's not gonna it's gonna be hard to change it. You're not gonna get guys to commit. You know, next summer, you know, we're gonna, let's get our team together for the Olympics. Four years from now, we'll take them to the World Games, and then we'll take them to the these games the following summer, and then we'll take them to the Olympics. I mean, NBA guys just ain't gonna do that anymore. You know, when the summertime comes, especially the guys that go all the way through the playoffs and play into June. You know, I mean, so they're they're you know, done. That's why my hats off. Yeah. Hats off to Holiday and Durant and you know a lot of the, a couple of those guys. I mean, they went right from the from the plan to yeah, sure. to the Olympics, yeah. and so I mean, my hats off to them. But it's just these other teams, you know, they they go home to France and they they play with this group of guys, you know, next summer, and then they'll play the next summer, and then they'll get the same group and they'll go play for Olympics. So they kind of got to they've got it kind of figured out, you know, what they have to do to play well, who has to play, who has to do this, who has to do that. And America's kind of figured it out on the fly. And, we, and you know, when you're out there and you got Tatum and Durant and, you know, Booker, you know, you're throwing the ball to these dudes. And, hell, it's human nature to sit there and go, stand there and watch him and go, hell, take him. Take him. Yeah. And then you throw it to Durant and go, take him. You know, and you end up kind of standing around and, there's not any ball movement, and you got a shot clock. Shot clock's going down, and then all of a sudden you end up taking some bad shots, and this other team's going down, working the ball, running their stuff that they've been running for five years and six years, and getting shots and good shots and this and that. And you look up, and then all of a sudden you're 15 down, and you're like, you know, what, what the hell? So you got to kind of, and I think that you saw that maturation 
with the with the Olympic team. I don't know why it took them so long, but I mean, first thing I'd have done when we all got together, Vaz pop out said, "Kevin, come here, Kevin Durant, come here, stand up." All right, everybody see this dude? He's the baddest dude on this team. Everybody understand that? <laughs> he gets the ball. <laughs> he, he, if he's open, get in the ball because he's the baddest dude in the world. So let's let's all get that clear right now. And then we'll 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 go from there. But you know, don't don't think that any of y'all need to be playing or shooting more than this cat because he's the baddest dude on the planet. And then you know, and I don't and I don't know why it took him so long to figure it out, but. Well, they actually said Draymond Green had to pull what, a Lowry to the side and say, hey, man, you know, when you open, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and I mean, and, and again, when I say that, you know, I mean, you want to play through him because right. Who, you, you, it's like when they had Shaq, Elijah, and all these guys I play with, hell, that's why I played 15 years in the league. Hell, They'd throw the ball into Larry Bird or Michael Jordan or Charles. Hell, my man would go down there and help. And then they'd throw it out to me, and I'm standing there wide open with a 17-foot jump shot. This is the greatest gig on the face of the sun. You know, I'd be out there playing. I'd be thinking, why the hell, why don't this guy go away and guard for me? He's staying on me the whole time, and I can't do nothing. You know, so, I mean – that's why. That's why you got like you know you play through those guys like that because you know if if you if you try to play Kevin Durant or back in my day Shaq or Charles or Larry or Michael and you you just try to go one on one with one dude guarding them and yeah. they get sixty you know I mean and, and Patrick Ewing them guys I mean it, you you had to send help to those guys and then and that's what they they the game's kind of flipped now I mean it used to be in the post where you were trying to get the double team to the post. Well, now they're trying to get the double team on the pick and roll. Right. And they're trying to get the, you know, open up the floor from the outside <clears throat> instead of from the inside. And so, but either, either way, it's the same concept. You want to, you want to create help situations where guys got to come help on the better players. So your, your, your shooters, your, all these other guys can play in, in space play with guys running at them so they can get by them, you know, have good rhythm shots. And, you know, and, that, and that's how you, that's how you got to play it. Well, you know what, Mr. Mr. Joe Klein, I am, I am, I am happy that you decided to come and, and uh, grace us with your presence today. Yes, you, sir. You, uh, I, I was looking forward to this. Um, well, let's back this up before, before I do that. You were there when William Mills came in, weren't you? Yeah, but you know, he was my roommate. He really? was my roommate for a while. Yeah. What? what? That yeah. William, we got every day I didn't know y'all roommate. <laughs> no, no, he he transferred when he transferred at semester. The guy that was was originally rooming with me, a kid by the name of Hunter McDonald. Uh, left after about three, you know, he was a freshman, and after about three weeks, he, you know, he couldn't take it. I mean, it just, you, you know, it was all the running and, you know, weightlifting and stuff like that. I mean, he just, you know, he couldn't, he went back home. And so, you know, I, I mean, I had I had a room to myself, and then at, at semester, uh, William 
transferred in and they put him in the room with me. Wow. I did what not was that know like, yo? Hey, I'll tell you, boy. We're all friends. We were all friends with Mills. And Kenny Hutchinson and all of them guys, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, William was William was a good dude. He, you know, you guys know the story. I mean, he was just us. He was he was lost. He was a lost. He was a lost dude, man. I mean, he was. uh, You know, he couldn't figure out the simple things. You know, but had had talent from you know had talent from God. I mean, he could he could have been a do it all. He could do it all. They they actually they actually used to say he was. You know, and I hate to say this because I don't like the next you're going to be the next so-and-so, so-and-so. But back then, if the highest accolade that you could get was you're going to be the next Jordan. And that's what they were yeah. saying about Mills. I mean, he had, I mean, he had that, he had that kind of stuff. I mean, but, but he didn't have, you know, he didn't have it between the years. Right. You know, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't. The discipline and, and yeah. everything, the self-discipline yeah, and the dedication. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we had fun though, Joe. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> hey, hey, I, that Joker was a hoop, man. Hey, no, he, he was a hoop. You know, he was he was an all American at having fun. He could have oh, yeah. he had some fun. That Joker took my car one time. Well, hey, that Joker he, took my car and it was in Springdale and he came home and I saw him walking around the, the dorm. I said, hey, well, you know, you got my car? He said, oh, man, uh, uh, I left it in Springdale. I went, how, how, how do you get back? He said, I, I hooked up with this chick, man, and we just went riding. And I, he left my car in Springdale, man. Yeah, well, hell, it wasn't his car. He wasn't even have to worry about it. <laughs> exactly. I was worried. And he was not, was worried. Worried. He was not worried about it, and, and it was on yeah. you to go get it. He was not going to go yeah. get it. He was, he was, he, He's looking at you like, hell, that's your car, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah. Oh. yeah, that was my buddy right there, man. Uh, yeah, well, I, you know, I, I, I hate to say that, you know, when I heard what happened to him happen, I wasn't surprised. Right, but, right. You know, I was very, I was very sad. You don't want that. You don't want that on anybody. Anybody's mom. You don't yeah. want anybody's mama to have to have to have to hear yeah, that. It Exactly. Bad day, bro. Well, hey, Joe, yeah, man, yeah. I, I, we really appreciate you coming on Three Hogs in a Mic. Uh, you know, uh, we are a fledgling uh, podcast. We are a fledgling uh, social media network uh, with uh, the hogpen.org. We're still growing. And we're, you know, we are uh, getting ready to do some, try to do some things here pretty soon in the community. And we would love if you can stay with us. And help us, you know, kind of help us grow a little bit. And you, know, you got my number, man. Call me. Yeah. It's a, it's a brotherhood, though, Joe. That's what we're trying to do, you know. Right. We got yeah. guys all over. They don't. We're not talking, you know. And I'll share, if you can, we, we discussed this earlier. We just came back from the Hall of Fame with uh with Steve Atwater, our brother Steve yeah. Atwater. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I'll tell you on the show again, that it just bothered me that we only had like ten people come from from the university as players and coaches, and yeah. then we watched the University of Miami and they had like thirty five plus. Yeah. So and, and yeah. we got to do a better job in networking. We got to do a better job in socializing. We got to do a better job in supporting each other. And so that's no, what no. we're trying to do here. No, I mean that was the best part of playing. You know, the thing you miss most is 
you know, you miss the games, but what you miss about the games is, you know, standing in the tunnel with your brothers on the road in Texas, yeah. wherever it was, and everybody's ready to kill you, and you just all there together, or, you know, running out together at Barnhill, or, you know, at, yeah. at Razorback Stadium, and just, you know, it's all together, you know, every, it's us against them, and then when you're in the locker room after practice, all the practical jokes, you know, that's why I was saying, you know, I don't know if they have that now. Uh, you know, especially in the pros, but you know, those were the best days, man. Sitting around after practice and talking about, somebody, talking, talking about somebody's <laughs> mama, talking about somebody's <laughs> wife, you know, you know, just, you know, and I mean, you know, everything, everything was, you know, nobody got mad, everybody laughed, you know, and if you did yeah. something really stupid and got caught, you know, you didn't, yeah. the, the thing you dreaded most was like, man, after practice, these cats are going, they're going to kill me, you know, they are, yes. you know, you know, and, and I mean, but it was all in good fun, and it was a brotherhood, and, you know, that's, that I tell people all the time, that's the thing you miss, you know, you miss that day-to-day, you know, you miss the competition, but you miss the competition uh, in the fight with your brothers, you know, yes, that, that, you know that, that's the, that's the drug, that's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the drug that you, that you miss when you, when you finally have to get done with it. And I and I hate to say this, but that's why a lot of people get in trouble after they get through playing because they they can't find anything to replace that. Yeah, yeah, amen. Yeah, and then they try to replace it with the real drugs or the yeah. alcohol or something like that, and you know, and yeah. then it then it spirals. Yeah, yeah, it spirals out of control. Well, Joe, thank you, sir. Thank right, you, guys, sir. Appreciate you. Good job, y'all. Do, y'all doing a good job. Sorry, I stood you up, but. No, like I said, I had to, I had to go big time on you. I mean, you got, you know, I got a gold medal and a championship, right? <laughs> Man, I, I, I ain't gonna do that either. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, let, I'm not gonna go out. I'm not gonna go out on a date with you on the first flight. <laughs> Boy, you wrong, you wrong for that, Joe. <laughs> you roll for that. Thank you, Joe. Thank you so much, brother. All right, guys. Appreciate you. All right. We'll be in touch, brother. Talk right, to you man. soon, man. Right. Appreciate okay. you. Okay. All right. Three holes in the mic. Gotta love it, people. Joe Clyde. Arkansas great. Limbo, my man. Now, you promised not to sing on this, so we're, but we're going to talk about what we just went through. That was a good conversation with, with uh, former All-SEC Arkansas Razorback Joe Klein and uh, I mean and and that was that was enlightening because he, he actually kind of shed some light on some stuff that I didn't know about how how the teams were how the camaraderie ah shit I can't even say it but how, how the, yeah well you know <laughs> Team chemistry, put it to you like that. <laughs> but that that was that was something right there, man. I mean, uh, you know, he's like it's, it's not the same as it was back when he was coming through, and and I thought you here's know, what here's what got me was Missouri. You know how come you know I didn't you know, know like that, it. but I knew but I knew North Stewart was like that. You know that he was very pressured. You know and. Just why didn't Joe Klein go to Missouri? Right. He would have been a superstar. 
no doubt about it. Well, he was a superstar anyway. Yeah, he was. Yo, he was a superstar anyway. He just was. Yeah, what I'm rolling. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, you, you can't be you can't be a scrub and play 15 years in the in, in the in, uh, NBA, man. You, you yeah, just even, can't though, even though you get your championship with with Jordan and the gold medal with Jordan, yeah, I mean, you, got, you got Steve Stepanovich from Missouri that they just recruited, right? Well, Joe Klein's better than him. Joe Klein played 15 years in the league, got a gold medal. I don't know how many years Jason Panthers played in the league, but it wasn't 15 years. But uh, Joe, Joe, Joe also got what uh, two championships too, don't he? He got one. Uh, he got one. One over okay. Chicago. He got a gold medal though, right? Hey, we ain't got that. So shoot, love it. 